Live. I'm your host, Todd Bailey, and this is a special pod. It's our end-of-year podcast. Joining me, the only man on the podcast with me tonight, because it's a special one, it's my sexy co-host. Wait, Gobson, I'm Pots and Pans. How are you, big fella? I'm all right. How are you? Good. You'd be the probably the best-looking redhead known to man. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, compared to who? Well, you beat that guy who played Ron Weasley. What's his name? What's the kid who plays Ron Weasley in the Harry Potter movies? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were going to say Ron Howard for a second. Hey, no, he's got no hair left. Oh, he's got those ginger pubes on his chin. <laughs> They're going a bit white now, nowadays, are they? Oh, Ron Howard? I see he's What's doing a new film, isn't he? Um, Is he? Yeah, What's I don't the kid's know. name out of Harry Potter? I don't know. Oh, my God, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I've just forgotten that bloke's name. It'll come back to me later. Yeah. I like, I'm too focused on uh, Emma Watson. She's gorgeous. <laughs> I love Emma Watson. Hey, talking um, uh, Harry Potter, yeah. I saw a, a trailer for a new YouTube TV show called Geek Love. Yeah. And what it is, is that they've got speed dating at Comic-Con, right? Wicked. So everyone goes to Comic-Con and does the speed dating to try and hook up with a fellow geek. I'm there. I and need to go over. And there was, there was female geeks who are big Harry Potter fans and, and yeah, trying to hook up with people that are like-minded. Oh, can you imagine that? Imagine, imagine walking up and they're like, oh, you know, so what kind of pickup lines do you use? You'd be like, do you want to see my magic wand? Yeah? <laughs> well, I'll, was, I'll give you Expelliarmus. There was one Sheila dressed as, as Electra from the comics, right, with the headband and everything, and there's one guy who looked like a... Re- looked like a civilian. Yeah. I'm not going to say a regular person, but he wasn't wearing a costume or anything, and he goes, who are you supposed to be? And I thought, what the fuck are you doing at Comic Con? <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of poses at Comic Con. And, and then he and then he went on to and then she said, "I'm Electra," and he went, "Oh, I didn't watch that. It was shit." Oh, I'm like, what, I what, are, you, what are you doing at a geek uh, Comic Con? Let alone a geek buddy, dating session, you know, like a speed, speed dating. dating. You know what? Yeah, you know, imagine meeting a nice girl who, who's into Harry Potter and, and using this classic line, like, "You want to come back to my room and have some butterbeer and you know." Want to check out my Patronus? It's, it's not working on me. I've got no idea what you're talking yeah, about. I took you to see one Harry Potter film, which was later in the front. Was it the... Uh... It was the one with the flying uh, motorcycle on the, and sidecar. That was in most of the films, you twat. Well, it was it, the one where it, Dobby died, and you're sitting there going, who's that? that? And I'm like, that's, that, that's Dobby the house elf. Is he pretty important to the story? It's like, yeah, he, he, pretty much. And then when he died, you're like... Why are you crying? <laughs> I'm like, because Dobby's dead now. Sit there and shut the fuck up. And dude. I'm like, it wasn't fucking Gollum. <laughs> you, you were right. I think you even said to me, is he meant to be like Gollum? I'm like, fuck no, that's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> this is Harry Potter. He's a house elf. He's he not sitting there stroking his precious. He, did, he, didn't, he didn't save any fucking ring or anything. <laughs> Do you know, like, you enjoy, uh, like, you're a fan of the Harry Potter, uh, the, the, the Lord of the Rings movies, yeah, right? Yeah, now, I saw yeah. them, I've seen them once on the big screen each time. Yep, yep. Uh, when they came out, I haven't watched them on DVD. You have? Yeah. You like the documentary? I got, I got the scene? big box set that had all the documentaries. Is that how many hours worth? I don't know, man. But there, there's like two two extra discs. Well, two two special features discs for every movie. Yeah. So that's a lot. But then again, each movie is on two discs. Yeah. Halfway through the movie, you've got to. So I've got the box set of all the Harry Potter anything. movies, and I think there's only one extra disc that has a. Bo- each disc has bo- its own behind the scenes stuff. I think there's only one extra disc with. Extra stuff, yep. kind of, you know, if you know what I mean. But, um, uh, like, if you were to say to me, dude, come along and watch uh, The Lord of the Rings if they were re-showing them again, I wouldn't, I, probably, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Um, you only came to one Harry Potter film with me. You just, it's not your I thing. I think I saw another one, uh, an early, one of the earlier ones, didn't I? You're not a fan like of Magic, three or something. Nah, not really. You're more kind of, give, give you, you're, you're the sci-fi kind of... Yeah, I suppose. Whereas me, I'm more magic-based. Like, yeah. I, I like the whole kind of... Me, I can't see me um, ever going into space. Me with a magic wand, for some stupid reason, I, 
Did I ever tell you about my, my thing at, at Movie World? Remember they had the Harry Potter experience They at did Movie have, World, the, yeah. Right? yeah where the, now, was the train part of it? The train was Back part then? of it. The train was part of it. You went in there, yep. um, which used to be... Uh, the, the, sta- the, the station or something, wasn't it? Well, that part. But what I'm saying, that area of Movie World used to have originally the... What is it? The Young, Young Einstein house. house. And then they pulled that out for for this, For the, for the Harry they? Potter thing. And then it, then it became the Matrix exhibit. Now it's just a Dodgem car ride. It's a Dodgem car ride. Which sucks. Movie yeah. World, wake up yourself. What the fuck, man? Anyway, they had it down there. And I, I'd seen the first two or three. I think it was only the first two films might have been out by that stage, or the first three. Yeah. Anyway, and I was a fan. I hadn't read the books or anything. I just liked the movies. Yep. So, you know, the kid in me kind of was awakened, and I went, "This is a magical thing." And took was it, it back was it to like being a thirteen-year-old kid. Hey. There was Even a thirteen-year-old kid inside the ten, of you. The ten-year-old in me just went. I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that out loud. Loud that there was a ten-year-old inside of you. Shut, shut up, you twat. Anyway, better than you being inside a ten-year-old. Hey, just because we've got no other guests doesn't mean you two pick on me tonight, okay? Um, but yeah, like we went down. I was in my twenty. Like, I, what was I? Twenty-one or something like that. Maybe twenty, twenty-one. Holy I went cow. down on holidays with my sister, and she was. I might have been twenty-two. She was twenty. Anyway, we go down. First holiday her and I have ever had together, just her and I, yep. right? And never again because you don't want to go on holiday with your sister because all I got <laughs> dragged along to was fucking clothes shops, you know, yeah. on the coast. But anyway, we decided we're going along to move world together. Harry Potter experiences on. In we go, and they, it was awesome. They had the sets, a bunch of sets, like, and they had Diagon Alley all set up direct from. No, the, no idea what you're talking about. That's the magical shopping street that they go into that Muggles, aka humans, can't see. Okay. Like so, it's, it's, it exists within its own little kind of world, I guess you'd say. Yep. So they had it all. It was amazing. Like it was props and off out of the film. The sets were all amazing. Anyway. There's a bunch of us going through, and they do like a guided tour, and they this is Diagon Alley, and then they show you, you know, this is the spiders thing, and this is Hagrid's hut, and all that, and you go in anyway. But we're in Diagon Alley, and they, the girl goes, here, here's the, Harry's wand, right? Here's a magic wand. Was it really his wand? No. Or was it just a it twig? A, no, it was a wand. Okay. okay. Did it have an LED at the end of it? No, but I'm getting to something. Okay, okay, cool. yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Anyway, so she. It's a wonderful me. story. <laughs> she hands me the wand, okay, and she goes, point it up at the window up there and go, Expelliarmus. And I'm kind of like, what, it's a fucking twig kind of thing, right? I've gone, Expelliarmus. As soon as I say it, the fucking window blows out, debris flows out. I'm like, fucking cool. My sister's nudging me like, this kid's present. You know? <laughs> anyway, and the chick's like, oh, wonderful, you just did your first magic spell. And she goes to get the wand off me, and I was kind of like, I'm not going to give this fucking thing back. This thing's cool. You know, I'll go Voldemort on your ass in yeah. a minute. But um, it was an amazing experience. I, was, I always wish they had kept it there, but they didn't. They, they, as we say, got rid of it, put it in the Matrix exhibit, which was kind of crap. And now it's a Dodgem car ride. So. I didn't mind the Matrix exhibit. It was good, but it was you got to see some stuff from, it, from the movie. But it wasn't and I thought, sets. Well, that, that's right. I thought that there may have been... Well, remember when I very, very first saw it, you walked in there and they had the, the Agent Smith uh, experience or whatever yeah, they call yep. it, and it was, well, oh, we're being invaded we're being by invaded. terrorists. It's New Year's Eve and we're dying. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, like, you walk in there and you have a guide with you and... The, it sets off and lights would shine on where he is standing in the room, yeah. you know? And then all uh, I remember going back a couple of years later and it was just an open door and you got walked through. Pretty through. much. It, it there, was, was no, there was no guide, was there was no nothing. No, it was disappointing. And they had little stops on the way that you got close and it would be pre-recorded telling yeah. you the stuff of the film. And you're like, well, what? It, honestly, I mean, I know you never went down there during the Harry Potter thing, but even you would have been blown away by the way yeah. they set up sets and everything Young else. Young Einstein was like that too. I remember... Like 1988, the very when it was first open, yeah. And the young Einstein. It's open in 88. I'm pretty sure it was. I it was like early 90s. Was it? Like 90, 90 or 91? I don't know. Well, 
Anyway, we yeah. never first started. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. Jump into DeLorean. Go back and check. Go it back in time. We'll check it. Um, and you had to line up. Uh, to get into yes. the house yep. and they had big TVs and they had Yahoo series talking about it and about the movie and stuff like that and I remember standing in line for maybe half an hour an hour go, to go through the house and you had a, had a bloke dressed up doing a, uh, you know taking you through yep. it and experiencing everything and then years later you went there and you and you that was walk, you, you just walked walk straight through that was the one ride that no one went on that you went on after the, lunch if you want to have a breather um, sadly that's also what happened with uh, with things like the Gremlin ride yeah at, at Movie World and then Looney Tunes the Looney Tunes ride which is now gone yeah they, they, know, they like sold it. the boats at the auction the other weekend there was an auction the other weekend I only just found out about it oh you can you and they, they sold the boats from the, from the Looney Tunes ride I, I would have bought one just yeah. for the same yeah. Yeah, I'm only living in a unit but I would have put it in my carport and just sat in it like, and just waved at the neighbours <laughs> with a beer. Just get, get a, get a uh, Bugs Bunny doll and just um, thumbtack it to the wall and just wave at it every now and then. Oh, look, there's Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my oh, neighbours see me stumbling home drunk and they think I'm pathetic enough as it is. But they didn't promote it very well because I only found sold? out about it until after it. What if they sold off like they, a Batmobile? They, they sold off um, some of the Police Academy stunt cars. Oh, no, that would have been wicked. They sold heaps of stuff. I never found out about it and stuff from the sets and stuff like that. Fuck you, movie world. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, I mean, it used to be great. And then you, it's like, you know, you're, like you're raping my childhood. It's like a past lover. It's like, you know, I fell in love with you when I was young and naive. And then you, you know, you did you've changed to me. You've changed. You've changed. You changed for the worst. I mean, I, I, I always have that, you know, optimistic mind when I go to movie world. Even, and even to, the, like even this, to year, this day. I think you and I went down earlier in the year. We mm. had a visit this year. Yeah, I've been there yeah, you have been, very recently. And it's... Mm, when did you go down? I don't know. Did you go without me? No, it probably would have been... Have you been there since the Justice League ride's open? No. Right, well, you and I need to go in the new okay. year. Okay, we'll go down. I'll take on the Justice League ride. But, you know, like, it used to be... Like, I remember an experience. Going, I remember going there with mum and dad and my young sisters who were, like, maybe one or two at the time. Yep. And and mum said, right, let's go on this ride. And it it was the classic comedies a theatre show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it was the Gremlins ride. We didn't know it was the Gremlins ride. That's right, because it, it started you, out as you sit you in hop, the theatre. You go in these really thin theatres, yep. and you watch old, like, old comedies. Uh, like little, kind of stuff. That, yep. they, they, that they had edited together, Warner Brothers comedies. And then the Gremlins took over the theatre. Took over the theatre. And you had and, gone a little... Um, and, 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 you know, my mum had had these two twins that are two years old screaming and carrying on, and, we're, and um, yeah, we're on this Gremlins ride. <laughs> and, oh, it, but that was I just bat- loved it, because it had the... Remember, it had the you, bat wing yeah. smashed through the window? And, and you, you went back and you did the studio tour right yeah. through the studios. You got to see uh, all, all the behind the scenes. And they had, had the, the... Remember that? The, the delinquents. Yeah, they had the wardrobe... Um, the, the, the drive through the wardrobe yep. department in the... I went down... I was lucky enough. We went down for... Because uh, we used to holiday on the Gold Coast as a family every, pretty much every year. Yeah. Maybe one, even twice a year sometimes. Um, and... I timed it for the release of Batman Forever. They did yeah. a nighttime show. Yeah, yeah. And mum and dad said, oh, you know, they were going to go a week earlier. And I was like, oh, but you know, this thing's not on until... So, so mum and dad said, well, we'll take it a week later and we'll yep. go down since you're a big Batman fan. Cool. We'll go to this laser light show. And look, mate, as a what, 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 13, 14-year-old kid, blew me away. Yeah. Okay, it was great. Because he stayed after, like, you know, it was just part of your general admission. Yeah. If you were silly enough to stand around for an hour after the park closed, inside... Um, they did, all the rides had shut down, and they had it, that big flying fox thing that Batman yeah, and strapped Batman onto. Come along, and, and there would be you know the neon lights and all. Yeah. That, and this is before they had the roof on oh, Main still Street. Overhead. Yeah. It, was, it was fantastic. People um, they abseiled down the side of the, like the, wow. the thugs and the uh, the Riddler had come out and cool. two face and all that. It was, it was absolutely awesome. It didn't go for all that long. It might have gone for a half hour. Yeah, you know, 
40 minutes. But it didn't need to. It didn't. It, capt- it captivated. And, and it was worthwhile waiting around. Yeah. So we did that the first time. And then a couple of years later, Batman and Robin came out. And they did a similar thing. Yep. But it was a bit more large scale. And same thing. Mum and Dad were like, oh, look, that's coming up. We saw it in the, in the paper. Yeah. That, do you want to... How about we make the holiday around that? And I was working after school, so I had a bunch of cash. Yeah, yeah. And I'll not forget... <laughs> I say that it was a Batman jacket down there at the Batman store. And I remember those. I always wanted one of them. Hundred dollars. Wasn't right? it through like three hundred and forty-five dollars? It might have been because oh, because I always looked at that tag every time I went down there. Yeah. I have got no fucking way of buying that. I thing. I was cashed up. I swear to God. I, I was like, what was that? Fifteen, six? No, fifteen years of age. Yeah. And I've been working for my old man, so I was pretty cashed up because I've been putting my money away. I yeah. got my comics and everything each week, and but I didn't buy a lot of other stuff, so my money built up. Yep. Mum and Dad had no problem. They were like, I said, I'm going to buy that. And they're like, $300, Todd. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, but, you know, Dad, in my, and I still to this day remember Dad saying to me, it's your money, you earn it, you buy what you want. And yeah. that, was, that was kind of the first time that I knew Dad accepted my geek yeah, yeah. passions. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, he's yep. kind of like, son, you earn your money. If you want to buy it, go nuts. Mum, even Mum was kind of like, oh, you worked hard, your money. Yeah. And I bought that jacket. I wore it once, and I kind of went, that's a cool jacket. And it is now, in my collection... Hidden away somewhere. It's up the top of a cupboard somewhere. I've not pulled it out in years. Yeah. And, yeah, I've never seen any others like it. It was embroidered on the back. It had Batman the Ride, I think, on the back I, or something I like that. I always remember, and I, I would have loved to have won this prize, in the TV scene in the Sunday Mail, yep. 1994, when The Shadow was coming out. Ooh. They had the exact same jacket, but with the shadow face Oh, on the back of it embroidered, embroidered. Yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous and I, I, I we get sent... more excited about jackets embroidered jackets than we do women <laughs> <laughs> well we geeks. are on geek speak that's right um, and oh man I would have loved I've sent away so many entries to that and I was on holidays at the time and I'm like mum do you think they're going to find us do you remember this is a blast from the past do you remember you and I in high school it was uh, just after Batman Forever I think it came out there was still the big Batman hype around there. And um, you and I, you come to school and you were like, dude, check out this competition. It was in one of the magazines. Yeah. And you went into the draw. It was Australia-wide or something like that, maybe Australian-UK-wide, to win a replica of, I think it was Chris O'Donnell's Robin costume. No way. Yeah, and we, you had to put in so many entries or something like that. You had to write oh, a little shit. short thing. And you and I both sent entries in and we hoped and prayed. Nah. that we I don't never, know what ever happened to that. Never happened. They had... Um, you know, they had multiple costumes on yeah. the set. Yeah, yeah. I think it was one of the ones he'd... It was set worn. It was like a design or whatever. But it was the Robin, Chris O'Donnell Robin costume yeah. for Batman Forever. Oh, man. I wonder who, who, which lucky bugger won that. I, I, I wish I could find the, the lucky bastard won that shadow jacket. Well, so we could mug him. Well, <laughs> Dude, check eBay. It's probably but on there for like 50 you know, bucks. You know what really pisses me off? If that... If that jacket just went to someone who went, yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll put it in. That happens and, so and many like, times. You look is at, either at the back of someone's closet or went in the bin. You look at, uh, or, or just got flogged off in the grass yeah, or something like that. Yeah. You look at how many times people who, um, who, who win sporting memorabilia, who, they go, oh, yeah, I just won a $500 signed jersey. And they're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to throw it on eBay. Yeah. And they don't care. There's yeah. no passion for it. There's so many things on eBay. You see, oh, unwanted gift. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah. I would have loved to have gotten that. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's why we're sitting there. That's why we have no money nowadays, because we buy everything on eBay. 
you and I. But there you go. That's a flash a flashback. But sadly, movie world not what we not what it used to be for us, and less about movies today, more about just cheap gimmicky crap. I've, I've, and, and I think it, the the I mean, uh, look, this isn't a bagging of, of movie world. Oh no, it was just this is just just just, just just a, a reminiscent uh, look back of Kids what it today used don't to be know like. What, don't know what they, they want. And, rem- and remember, it uh, every it's person today. that worked there had to put on the American accent. You walked through the gates. They said as you were walking through the gates, you went from Gold Coast into. Uh, L.A., yep. Hollywood, yep. right? Remember that? Every, even the street vendors yeah. used to put even on... Even the bloke selling ice cream. Like a, a glass of Coke kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yep. Today, no no one puts on an accent. No one kind of goes, oh, you know. It's just, yeah, it's Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Yeah. It's movie world, you know? And you're kind of like, no, do it, do it, do the... Yeah. I almost want to stand there and go, still like halfway through a ride, you know, when they're doing the intro to a yep. ride, it's like, Stop. <laughs> Stop. Where's your American accent? Uh, yeah. Remember we went there and uh, the Sheila that was doing the Looney Tunes ride? Mm-hmm. And it was, as you've just walked through the, the movie, those, those arches, so dead, you man. are now in Hollywood. You and I were looking this, at each other this going, is we, Hollywood. Should, we should grab the mic and get up there and do a spiel <laughs> ourselves. It's like, this is amazing. Bugs Bunny is on the set. Hooray. <laughs> when you when I put my thumbs like this, you go, yay. Do you know what, I just had to look around. I seriously thought that Sheila was back in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> when I put my thumbs like this, you, you go, say, Ugh. Like, I mean... Put a bit of, I mean it's like any job. You get sick of your job, I guess. But put a bit... But like when people are spending good money to go into a theme yeah, park, yeah. And, and you know they're on holiday and that sell it. Be you know. Wasn't there a time? Wasn't there a thing that we overheard? That we were some we were in the back of a shop somewhere, and someone, uh, one of the workers, was talking to the other worker and said, "Are we supposed to talk with accents?" And they said, "We don't get paid. To we, don't, we don't get paid enough for that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, what? No way. You and I would have killed. If we had been offered a job I, or an internship there, I, you and I would have done it. When I was living in the Gold Coast, I put in for so many jobs at Movie World. To ev- even to be the street sweeper, I honestly put <laughs> in my resume really? to be a, like, uh, you know, computers and bloody media and design. I would have loved to have had a job being the street sweeper on Movie so World. You look at the people in America who started out at Disneyland yeah. and worked their way up and became uh, like performers or singers or whatever else. And they started out literally um, in one of the costumes walking around Jeff the street. Jeff Johns. Talking. Jeff Johns, he he was at uh, Disney. He was Buzz Lightyear, man. Yeah, was it Jeff Johns? I'm sure. Yeah, it was Jeff Johns. Was it? Yeah. You sure about I'm that? I'm sure it was Jeff Johns. If Wade's wrong, send uh, an email to geeksbeatau at gmail dot com. Brendan was only telling us the other week. I'm sure. Right. It, I'm sure he was. Uh, I believe you. Our Batman Bond correspondent was only telling us. I don't know. We'll have to check. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there you go. That's just a bit of a bit of a. That was a random Actually, topic. Uh, How long have we talked uh, about uh, that random title uh, of that movie? Uh, uh, they did sell the Jeep from the Memphis Bell experience. Oh no! On that that tour. must have been sitting like that's been gone for years. That must have been sitting. It must in the have shed. been just sitting in that same shed because they haven't. Oh, actually, the shed got turned into the Superman ride, yeah, didn't it? So yeah. it'll be off somewhere. And, it must yeah. just be up the back in a storage facility. Uh, Imagine what I'd love to get my hands on one of the Batmobiles. Wow. Would that ever happen? I wouldn't mind. Well, they got that one Batmobile that's just shit, just sitting there. You know? <laughs> just watching. Shit, it's just sh- shitting there and <laughs> and turning to, to shit. What happened to the Batboat for Batman Forever? It sits out the front of the uh, the 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 Batman Drop ride, doesn't it? Nope. I'm Not sure. Anymore. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's gone nowadays. Really? Yep. But it was sitting there at one stage. Well, I say it's gone. Uh, I'd love to get my hands on that even. Like, I can't swim, but I'd still take it out and have well, a go on it. And, and it, it, it worked. It, it worked, because it was the real one, wasn't it? I don't know. Because you looked at the back of it, and it had one of those impellers, the ones that are on jet skis. Oh, righto. I'll, so, I'll take your word for that, sir. And they got rid of the Batman shop. Oh, that was the, the one it's thing. It's now DC Superhero it's shop. It's now everything shop. No, just DC know? Superhero. 
you know. I just it looks all right though. But it, gives yeah. me some ideas for future renovations for Kaboom. Oh really? <laughs> I just need some life size um, statues to put on the roof. I saw I saw somewhere online where you could buy some life size statues of the uh, Tekken characters. Why would you want that? I don't know, but why? What, and it was at a cash converters. So Please, why would cash uh, converters have ever bought it? I don't know, but I was going to say, if you're a Tekken fan, don't take my um, my disappointment in Ginger's statement there. As, <laughs> I mean, not liking Tekken because I saw it. and I went, why would why would cash converters buy that? Because they're like three grand. It probably came out of a private collection. Yeah, well, you never know. These things happen. Um, scooting along to what we're we going to talk about? Well, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas yes, is coming gone. It has. How'd you go? Did you get some um, prezzies? What did I get? I got some money towards some uh, speakers, uh, studio speakers. That you wanted, yeah. That yep. I want to get. And, um, geez, I don't know. Huh. You got a kick-ass T-shirt from me. I did, well, I did, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Zombie Giant Silent Bob. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I, I, got I, one as well. I, th- I thought it glowed in the dark, but it didn't. Doesn't it? No. I haven't, I haven't been around in the dark wearing it. <laughs> to have a look. Uh, of course you haven't been wearing my shirt. <laughs> Shif- shifty eyes left and right. You've been wearing uh, your own. I, I, I got some good stuff. I got some Cowboys supporters gear, some DVDs, um, very, very expensive rum. Yeah. And this, this awesome little square decanter kind of thing that's very fancy. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. But, you know, isn't it funny? Like, going back once again, re- regressing to our childhood, you miss the Christmases of, of your childhood where you got toys. I, like, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I run a comic book store and everything else. I am still a kid at heart. I, you know what? I would probably freak out. If someone bought me a massive gigantic Lego set for Christmas nowadays, yeah. I would be like a 10-year-old. I remember waking up at like half past four in the morning and creeping out. Christ, and, yes. And, 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 and you know, slowly ripping open so mum and dad didn't hear for, for I did the same thing. And you have a quick look and I'd have a little torch and I'd be like, I reckon that is the new... You know, I, I actually uh, opened Lego it up and, and was playing with them. Or, so, hey? I was opening it up and playing with them. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Did you get in trouble? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mum coming out. Go to bed. It's four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. It's half past four. That was a lot worse than you, you could have fucking said. You had no concept of time back no, then as a kid. I, but I do remember one year, Dad bought me a Walkman, and that was oh, ah, yeah. Like the the clouds opened up, and and the sunbeam from God yeah. landed in my hand with the with a proper Sony Walkman, and I remember going back to bed and listening to the radio, and as the sun was coming up, looking through the my window. I'm laying in bed listening to um, uh, Holy Grail. Oh, Hunters and Collectors. Hunters and Collectors, Holy Grail. And I'm like, wow. Like, like, I mean, this is... It's a life-changing It's it's the very first time I ever heard that song before in my life. And I'm like, wow. It it just opened up your your world to more music than than you knew existed. That's something you really remember and you cherish. Yeah. See, for me, uh, every Christmas, I'd get a big new Lego set. Yeah. And it it was a tradition with Dad and I, because I was the youngest boy in the family. I had two older brothers and a younger sister. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Dad cherished the time, and I cherished the time with with Dad still. But we used to get up, you know, we do the presents, unwrapping, and all that. So Mum would be in the kitchen. We had a hot Christmas lunch yeah. every year when yep. I was growing up. Yep. It was yep. just yep. a tradition, you yep. know. So Mum would be in the kitchen slaving away with turkeys and ducks and all that kind of stuff. Dad and I would sit at the, the table, and he would, him and I, the brothers couldn't help out. They weren't allowed to, you know. My sister would be off playing with her stuff. Yeah. Dad and I sat there, and he would help me build up this, you know. It was always one of the big, big Lego sets. Yep, yep. And um, I cherish those, those memories. I mm. just enjoy it. It was just 
one-on-one time dad and I. Yeah. You know, so it was always great. And um, he got right into building Lego with me. And Yeah. The biggest Lego set I ever got was the castle that you could open up and make longer. Yeah. But, yep. but when you close it up, it was the square and it had like little jail cells and, and yeah, the yep. horses that were in little stables. I, I was more, I was into the city Lego and then pirate Lego. So yeah. I used to get all the big pirates. And I remember cool. the year that I got, uh, the, it was the Dark Shark. It was the pirate boat. And uh, you had to, the sails and the rigging. No way. Yeah, it was. It was, was, it, fa- was it fabric sails or was it Lego? Lego, no, no, Lego it was fa- sail, fa- fabric sails. Wow. And they had little holes in it, which um, these little round bitches that you pop on the the, the long arms. Yeah. And it pop pop on there, and it, it was awesome. No it, way. Honestly, what had a little monkey on the fucking crane on it with the ch- uh, treasure oh, chest. Shit, and, yeah. And the cabin open up. You could open up the cabin and and, and put the ca- captain in the cabin. Wow. And all that kind of, it was fucking. And it had the little um. Fuck, I'm geeking out. You know, I'm going on eBay <laughs> to buy this fucking bag. <laughs> like I sold my Lego when I moved to Darwin years ago. Yeah, I'm buying the back, but it was it was an amazing ship, and you had the little uh, underneath of the decks with the little cannons and the cannons. Oh, you no put way. the little um these little round uh, Lego bits in there, and um, you put them in, pull the thing back, and it used to fire out. It used to fire out the side of the ship. Wow, there was about four four or six cannons on on the ship. I can't yeah. remember. It was fucking awesome. Little fucking anchor dropped, and oh, I want one back again. If anyone sees one on eBay, shoot me the link or send me an email. Uh, just address it to Todd and put it uh, geekspeakau yeah. at gmail.com. That is Shit, our yeah, Geekspeak man. email address. Talk, I want one. Uh, talking pirate ships, uh, the the YouTube series, The Underwater Realm. Mm-hmm. Now, these are the guys that we've been following for a while. They're English guys, uh, filmmakers. They made the uh, the movies Zomblies. And yep. they release. They ju- uh, ever since the start of it, they have been releasing online content so you can keep up to date with them. Cool. They're the ones that started the Kickstarter pr- uh, project and got like three times the amount of money they wanted to do this series. Yep. And the whole movie is pretty much um, about people that that uh, live underwater. And uh, they're th- uh, the times that the human race have have come in contact with them. Yep. So there's five different episodes that they go all the way up, and there's an episode there where it is the Spanish galleons fighting, and uh, one of the sailors that's down below in the cannons, and you know it's rocking from side to side and smashing, them, and uh, cannonballs are smashing the side yep. of it. And as as a as a cannonball smashes the side of the the boat, the boat tips over, and one of these guys gets flung out of the water. In- into the water, into the water, and yeah. down into the water. Yeah, and it's uh, it's uh, their experience underwater of these people trying to help them. Where do you find the, it? Uh, YouTube. Just look up the underwater realm. Cool. That sounds very a part I, of. I love anything with pirates uh, as part of the realm pictures, and they've got five different episodes and all different time periods. Like they've got a period that's now. Yeah. There's a period based in World War Two about uh, the. Uh, the Spitfire pilots fighting the Messerschmitts, yep. and he gets shot down, and he's the the you know the it's sinking under the water in the Spitfire, and he smashes out of it, and it's uh, he he's yeah he meets one of them that are trying to help him help get him back get to back the surface. To the and yeah, it sounds wicked. So just, you find it on YouTube. On what YouTube, the underwater realm. That's part cool. of realm it's, pictures. What would you give it out of five? Oh, five out of five because the, the you know these are guys that are doing it independently. And you would not be able to tell that it was done in a swimming tank. There really? are some of the scenes. And other scenes, they have you know, done digital set extensions, just gone crazy to make this look way beyond anything that Hollywood check, is doing I, I, at this time. I'll have time. to check it out. On your recommendation, sir, I will have to check that out. And, and, and the, the pirate ship they actually built from scratch, the, the, the down below with the turrets and the cannons Ooh. and everything. Spectacular. Yeah, how do we, we get on the pirates? We're talking about Christmas. We're anyway. talking about the Lego pirate ship. Going back to a real quick one, Christmas was good for you. Yeah. Good to have a break. Yeah. 
Um, I tell you what, we're going to get a break into us because we've got a massive year lined up in 2013 for Geekspeak. Um, dude, we've got, we're working on a number of projects at the moment. We've got a new um, show we filmed in front of a live audience the yes, other week. Yes, we did. We filmed two episodes. We've got another six to go because it's an eight-episode uh, mm-hmm. uh, season. Yep. And it's different. It's not regular Geekspeak that you've seen on the TV before. It's it's well explained. essentially the idea was take the Geekspeak live podcast yep. and do it in front of a live audience and film it. That's right. And uh, we the, had to be PG in it, of course, so we, we didn't did. swear. Well, uh, but you will find that in the new year you'll still get your regular podcast with us talking dirty and Wade's trying not to say the naughty c word. We, Don't yeah. say it. Okay. Not, uh, uh, no, you, you can't still say hear, it. You'll still hear a bit of uh, f- you know fucking shit and stuff like that, right? <laughs> um, I don't know whether we've said it already. I'm going to say it again. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. Um, you'll hear that in a regular podcast. But the podcast, uh, the, the, the Geekspeak live TV series, mm. it's going to be PG. Well, it has to be to, to fit onto community television. That's right. Uh, and not only that, it's, it's also we're in talks to, uh, to have it syndicated as a radio program yeah. as well. A uh, radio segment. So that would be pretty cool if that comes and, off and, 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 send in, and send in what you think of it too. Let know? us know. We want yeah. to hear feedback so we can improve on it. That's right. We've got some great guests. We're hoping to get, uh, well, hopefully, Paul Mason or Stuart McKenney mm. early next year as well as Drew Close. If we can get uh, those guys available. Available yeah, somewhere right. where they can come into a live love, studio. Yeah, audience. love to have anyone on board. That, if you're a local creator or something like, if you're all, yeah. if you're in Brisbane or the Gold Coast and you're willing to travel to Toowoomba, uh, make sure you do drop us a line and we'd love to have you on do an interview for. Um, yeah. Well, not just an interview. It'll be actually a, an, an entire show. An entire show. The entire half show. an hour sh- uh, show. Yeah. So there you go. But. But we've got more of that coming up in, in January. January's big. We've just got to set everything up, and, and this con- is why we're taking a rest. That's right. Moment. And continuing on with the Geekspeak web series. Web series, and we've got a few new uh, people who will be showing up throughout the early part of the yeah. year on that. They're, yeah, that's right. They're g- g- guest presenting on it, and mm. uh, one of the guys, uh, Steve Muller. Uh, Steve is, is the, the nicest bloke. He uh, he tried out for Beauty and the Geek a couple of years ago and really? was told he wasn't geeky looking enough. Oh, you know, I, the, I'm sick of that show. A, it's it's a horrible because show. none of those bastards are real geeks. Yeah. They the, the the only reason you get on Beauty and the Geek is if you have a motherfucking beard. That's right. Well, Steve actually has Steve had a bit of a goatee. No, but see, he didn't have a big beard. No, he didn't have if he beard. had a big big beard. He would have gone on. Steve is, uh, like, women love Steve, right? Mm. Steve is, uh, I'm going to say, Steve is one sexy mofo. He's a pretty okay. boy. He's a pretty boy, but he is a bi- the biggest geek you'll ever he is. meet. He is. Top bloke, and he'll be uh, helping out with some segments early in 2013. So keep an eye out for that. Ladies, as far as I know, I think he's currently single. And he's so, got a Transformers uh, tattoo. He's a massive Transformers fan. There you go. He loves his tra- he loves everything, actually. He's just a geek. But Transformers is his one big passion. Yeah. So I don't... We'll have to ask him what he thinks of the Michael Bay movies. I'm pretty sure we'll get uh, explicit um, feedback from him about Michael Bay's movies. I, I, I reckon he probably would have liked the first one and second one. You reckon? How many have there been? There's only three. I hated the second. I liked the third. Did you? Yeah. I like the third one. I, I like how they... I love it when they take a movie and they base it around a period or an event that's that really happened. Do you, Do you like that? So, I mean, like, like for example, in Transformers Three, mm-hmm. when they based a little bit of, about the Apollo moon landing, I like yes. how they tied it into a, a real event, so that the stuff that was bullshit kind of maybe <laughs> felt a little bit real. I didn't you know have an idea. I just bullshitted you. Yeah, um, it was bullshit. Yeah. Um, anyway, what was I going to say? It's like me with Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, love the first two. I did the third one, but the fourth one, standalone one, was great. Yeah, the, the, the whole bloody white screen with with his nose going, 
with that, the little paint or crabs. whatever. Uh, that was yeah, that was just trippy. Was that Gore Verbinski on the third? It one? was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was it? He didn't direct the fourth one. No, thank God, because the fourth one was really, really good. I loved it. And it's almost like they've gone, oh, no, no more. Yeah. Has it, hasn't it? What? Ever since, it's kind of been, right, no talk, more. I thought they were going to talk for another one. Well, maybe they are, but I've heard nothing of Haven't it. Have you? Like, like, Johnny Depp's gone off and done Tonto, you know, have with you Gore Verbinski. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Gore Verbinski, but a quick thing. Have you seen the trailer for Near You See Me? No. Which is uh, Jesse Eisberg? I- is that his Eisen- name? Isn't it Eisenberg? Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Uh, Woody Harrelson. It's got uh, Michael Ka- Sir Michael Caine in it. It's yeah. got Morgan Freeman. It's about these Eisler uh, Fisher, the Aussie girl. Wow. These magicians somehow managed to, within three seconds, they're doing a show in Las Vegas, they managed to rob a bank within three seconds uh, in Paris while they're in Las Vegas, right? And so they've got to try and work out how they did this trick, how they, whatever else, blah, blah, blah. How'd they do it? And so then they're on the run. Like Michael Caine, I don't know whether he's the guy f- who runs the banking corporate. He's like, find them, shut them down. And so Morgan Freeman's hunting them. And Check it out. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Now you see me. It looks like an amazing film. It's coming out in 2013. Looper. I mean, uh, Jumper. Would they have done it that uh, way? I mean, it looks, parts of it could be kind of a little bit like that. Where, you know, the time jump. his name but- Hayden Christensen? Old, old Darth Vader himself. Is that his name? I don't know. Hayden something. You're the bloody Star Wars no, I don't fan. Know. Well, I kind of blocked that part of it out of my mind. I just keep thinking of Jar Jar Binks. Wow. Misa, sorry for ruining Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I can't wait to see what they do with the new couple of episodes. I, I'm looking forward. As long as they don't put Jar Jar Binks in there. Well, 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 I don't think they will because it'll be you know a sequel to the original reckon, series. Who, you know? who, I don't know who did the voice of Jar Jar Binks, but do you reckon that that poor fucker has not gotten any work since no, then? I, do you reckon I, that he's just kind of like, oh, what's on your resume? So what have you done? Well, I was the voice of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Fuck Misa, you, you motherfucker. <laughs> Misa, so sorry. <laughs> Get the fuck out of this office now. Yeah, do you reckon like, like when it was coming out, he was probably like, I'm going to be like the next fucking Yoda. Yeah. Like, he probably I'm going to be his- like Chewie and I'm going to be in all of them. Everyone's going to love me. He probably bought like a shitload of merchandise. To oh, pull yeah. Off and, and he's probably rocked up at like Comic Cons and gone, I'm the voice of Jar Jar Binks and just received <laughs> nothing but fanboy hate. <laughs> you know, people death staring him like, fuck you, Jar Jar. I always remember an episode of Blossom. <laughs> you know, this, is, this is one hell of a fucking segue. This is a, this is a jump. This is right, a- but uh, Joe, Joey Lawrence in it. Oh, uh, God, there's another fucking flashback. Joey Lawrence. Because he was in it. Too. He was the older brother in it. He bought boxes and boxes of those yellow Panama Dick Tracy hats. Mm-hmm. And him and his mate were going to make an absolutely killing on, on, on these <laughs> yellow hats. Because he figured that, that, that Dick Tracy was going to make a shit. was going to be so popular. He was going to make a shitload of money out of these Dick Tracy hats. Yep. And he had them for years <laughs> later on this show. It has him with boxes in the garage and he couldn't sell them. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a flashback. Joey Lawrence. Didn't yeah. he end up having a show of his own? Yeah, he, uh, yes. But more recently, there was a show, him and the Sheila that played Sabrina. Um, uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Yes. And it was Who called... Who I always thought was sexy as. And the, the name of the show was called something like uh, Mel and Joey. Mel and Joey? Oh, or Melissa and Joey. You know, they've hit rock bottom in Hollywood when they're like, let's put them two together and give them a sitcom. And they can have their own names. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying trying to rub off the the, the gleam that is didn't Charlie they, Sheen. Didn't they have um, Joey Tribbiani off Friends? Uh, what's he? Matt he had his own show, yeah, the, Joey. Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Not to get confused with the other Joey. Well, so. he 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 he's gone on to make a new show, an English show called um, 
uh, and, and it's oh, I it's not what it's English. Called. I know the one you're talking about. Where they bring, they, the way Americans the, 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 bring the, over those two English yeah, scriptwriters. It's got the woman who pl- who was in Black Books with Dylan Moran. It's not she, extras. It's something. She like played that. the uh, shop owner next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, and it's, it's apparently the name of that show. And, the, it's like, and apparently the it. critics are loving that, that series. I've seen a couple of episodes of it, and, and Matt LeBlanc, he's got like graying hair. Yeah, and he looks totally different. Remember, he used to be the id boy. He was the in uh, Lost in Space. He was. Too. You know who I miss acting from Friends? Yeah, is uh, Matthew Perry. Really? I liked him as an actor. I just thought he could have done more. Of, he's, he's in a, like a lot of sort of A minus B. Movies. I haven't seen him in years in anything. Yeah, honestly, You're very, very much almost a B grade. I hated David Schwimmer as an actor. I thought yeah. he was a douche. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Oh my god, really? she's so hot. Yep. She, she, uh, Courtney yeah. Cox thought she was gorgeous. I couldn't get into the boss of blonde one. No, I don't know, man. Got no Lisa idea. Kaufman. Lisa, Lisa Kudrow. Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. Never liked her. How the fuck did we get from comics to Lisa oh, Kudrow? No, we just start. We ramble. You and I just. <laughs> ju- it's an interesting conversation when you and I get together, and, and I've had a couple of drinks and you're sober, <laughs> but we still talk rubbish. Although we have eat, been eating KFC double burgers, oh so God, anything could happen. We, we could have brain en- aneurysms we'll halfway through the show. Just hear a little pop and both of us will just drop dead yeah massive heart attacks we, d- we decided tonight we had to try the double again because yep. we thought a controlled um, yes. scientific test yes that's right we thought well we've got no one around to support us tonight so we'll just <laughs> say yeah, if we drop dead we drop dead um, anyway what was I talking about speaking of old TV series guess what is on 7 Mate at the moment and I started watching and I was a fan in high school yeah the year you and I graduated it was the very last episode. The very last episode. The song, the Green Day song out of that, that final episode was used for, for the, episode, the final episode of that Good show. Good riddance, time of your life. That was, that was it. It was also used as our graduation song That's and right. also for our final drama performance. It was used as that. So three hits. I, you know what? I could not listen to that Green Day song without getting a tear in my eye for about five years yeah. after we graduated. Yeah, I know. I'm a softie. Well, but the show I'm wasn't talking exactly about, the way I was going to call you, but... <laughs> <laughs> Harden the fuck up, you were going to say, weren't you? The show I was talking about, Big Fella, was Seinfeld. Yes. I was a fan in high school. A lot of people were like, oh, you watch Seinfeld? I'm like, I love it. Thought his comedy was witty and, and, and very good for the day. I have not watched it in years, and I thought, oh, I bet it's aged, and it was on Seven Mate the other yep. day. I'm falling back in love with Seinfeld. I'm watching it and going, it still holds up. I'm surprised that it's on Seven Mate, because it it's gone from, from 10, like 10 to, 11 to Channel 11 to, to Go, go had it for a while. Seven Mate. Yeah. But it's, it, it holds up. The comedy, it's the early episodes of Seinfeld, yeah. the very early ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's great seeing Kramer before he went racist and had a rant. No, um, no, no suit for you. Yeah, N- Newman? Yeah. Newman. Um, it's, you know, George you know, can't stand you. Um, <laughs> it's, it is just, it's great, great show. It yeah. is, it, it, truly, it holds up well. So if, uh, let me know if you're a Seinfeld, are you a fan? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember watching that final episode and feeling a little bit gypped? Uh, yeah, it was a weird episode. It, it, it was, it was, it was. Uh, they were in jail, and it was just like one of those flashback shows to remember when this happened. A lot of fans didn't <laughs> like it at the time. They, they kind of went, "Well, that's a bit of a." a remember, remember, we thought they should have stopped it after like the second last or the third last episode. Yeah, like the third last, we went, "That was piss funny." Maybe we should have just stopped there. Cut, cut there. Kind like of thing, not yeah. have a waving to the camera type. Type sort of thing, yeah. But the the very last shot of the of the show was the Speaking camera pulling out of the, the jail, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah. And then all sitting in there, yeah. Speaking of of, of uh, waving to the cameras or whatever, or, you know, what are they called? Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Have you seen Mrs. Brown's Boys? Yes. I love the fact that he constantly in each episode. Oh yeah. He, if he fucks up, he just or if someone else does, he pulls him up on it. Yeah. And they break the fourth wall. He'll turn the audience and you know like. 
um, where's, where's my fucking bag? And you yeah. walk off, off screen, yeah. grab it and come back yeah. in. And it's, it's quite a funny show. It's well put together. I, I pissed myself laughing the night that they went walking from one set across to the other set and the, ca- the big camera, the cameraman with the big camera and the big uh, turnstile was still trying to get his way through the door. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they walked back <laughs> and waited for him to, to come out of the shot. And they go, all right, start again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a musical number in the episode I watched the other day. Yes. It was the first thing. Um, on fa- uh, Call Father Quinn. Yes. And, and they're dancing. And, yes, and yes, yes, little, yes. I sat there and cacked myself and went, this, we need to see more TV like yeah, that. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Brown's, it's, it's a dirty show, yeah. but it's done in a good way. But, I mean, I, I love the fact that the, some of the actors will lose it and stare at the camera or stare at someone behind the camera. Because the guy who plays Mrs. Uh, what's he, is it Brian, Brendan Connolly or something like that, his know, name no. is? He writes it as well. Oh, really? And there's, uh, if you ever watch behind the scenes, he'll, he'll flub a couple of lines and yep. he'll go, it didn't sound like that when I fucking wrote it. And, <laughs> and like he, he full on just takes the piss. Or, and actually another guy uh, stuffed up a line and he, he has a crack at him he goes I just can't get that lot and he goes it sounded good when I wrote it say what I said kind of, you know? <laughs> it's, it's a good show Mrs. Brown's Boys the box set is out at the moment that's what I watched part of my Christmas day was sitting there watching uh, Mrs. Yeah. Brown's Boys in the morning waiting for Christmas lunch I, I, and, and that's what you want to see I remember remember uh, the TV show Twisted Tales with uh, Brian Brown yes he was pushing Channel 9 for ages months to get a TV show Twisted Tales but it had to be recorded live yep. in front of an audience yep. and he was pushing that and pushing it and Channel 9 were like no 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 we just want to pre-record and he's like no 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 people want to watch a show where they know that if someone fucks up you know well, are you that they put, can't do uh, it are you going to put your cast and crew in, into a great um, into a great mind yeah, frame yeah you know because yeah. you've got to recover quick and you need the right people cast in, in, yeah. in that role I, I love that kind of thing and then uh, uh, Channel 9 come back to him after months of negotiations and went yeah alright and then he's gone oh fuck no, 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 no. And then he changed it himself yeah. to be a pre-recorded uh, show. I miss Brian Brown. He should be doing more stuff. And, and, I mean, and then they, they, they did, uh, I mean, if people haven't seen Twisted Tales, it was kind of like... Um, can you buy that on DVD anyway? I don't think you can. Oh. And it's kind of like the Twilight Zone or, you know, those amazing stories where it's, each episode was different and it had a little twist at the end of each episode. Sadly, you don't get good TV like that anymore. It's cheaper to make uh, crappy, trappy fucking... Uh, or bring across American TV. Uh, or that or, or, or reality TV. And well, most reality TV is, is just rubbish. It's, mind, it's, it's mind-numbing drivel is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, the big sta- stations won't spend the money anymore doing quality shows. Well, that's it, you know. They want to pick up Geeks Week. It's a quality show. <laughs> I remember 10 years later, he did another series called Two Twisted, and it was the same concept again. Was it? Just more, more television shows. I wish you, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can track it down somewhere and I can watch some old episodes. I, the, the one episode that I absolutely loved was the one that he, was, he acted in it himself, yep. and he played a con man. And right at the very beginning, he gets pulled over uh, by the police for speeding, yep. and he pulls out his license, and his license... Uh, a photo has him doing the two thumbs up <laughs> and he talks the cop into letting him off because he knows the sergeant and he tells his story about he um did uh, how was those two girls that were at the party the other night and he goes oh it was that mix it wasn't mixed party it was mix and he, he's 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 evolving with this cop's story yeah, yeah, to yeah. figure out what was he's going on. He's leading him on. And then he says, "How was that that redhead?" and he goes, "Redhead." And he goes, "Oh, you know like a reddish sort of 
uh, a ready blonde, so, uh, you know, strawberry blonde, and the guy goes, oh, the blonde? Yeah. And, you know, and then right at the very uh, uh, he's saying, all right, well, you know, because you know for the Sarge, here you go, you just, just don't speed again. Anyway, the whole episode is he owns a bottle low and a druggie comes in with a gun yeah. and is trying to hold him up. So he grabs a cordless drill and pulls the cordless drill on, on this, this druggie. And the whole episode is him trying to mind, you know... Mind m- fuck the druggie. The druggie into thinking that this cordless drill was, is a gun. Yeah. And right at the very end, he's talked the gun out of the druggie's hands, the cops are there, and he goes, hey, mate. And he pulls the tr- trigger of the gun... Of the, it, the drill. Of the drill, and it's a real gun all oh, along. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Well, fucking spoilers, Jim. So, sorry, man. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Fuck it. I want to watch it now. <laughs> um, now, listen, I've got to, uh, we've got to nip back. Cause, oh, the, uh, we've just had more votes come in. Oh, cool. Believe it or not. Uh, like, we put up a, uh, a poll. Uh, the Geeksburg crew wanted to know what was your favourite Christmas movie. Yes. Now, surprisingly, I uh, there's some movies on here I, I, I just... Wouldn't have considered. I wouldn't have considered putting it on there. But anyway, that's, that's why we leave it open for you guys to put it in there. Now, down the bottom there, zero votes. It's a wonderful life, four holidays and surviving Christmas, which is sad because I like surviving Christmas. That's the Ben Affleck one with James Gandolfini. But, what, but, but is it your favourite? No, it's not, but still got no votes at all. Um, coming up with a couple of votes there, we had Scrooge, A Christmas Story, Christmas with the Cranks, which I watched on Christmas Eve. I thought yeah. it was a great movie. And Santa Claus the Movie. Okay, now, tying for... No, no, sorry, they're not tying anymore. Uh, following up from that was the, the Santa Claus and then Jingle All the Way. Coming in at third place was Home Alone. Did Home Alone 2 make it in there? No, didn't he make it on the list? I thought Home Alone 2 was a cool. He, he had that That's little, he's in New York. He's in he? New York and he has that little Walkman called the Talk Man yeah, where yeah, you could yeah. talk into it, press rewind, and then play it back at a slower or faster speed. Yeah. I always wanted one of them I know as a you kid, did. Man. You didn't get one. No. You can uh, buy them. I saw it on eBay for 30 <laughs> But back on eBay for for thirty bucks, you should get and one. And I went, you know what? I probably might buy that. If, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you could see his guilty looking face at the moment, I reckon he has actually ordered one. It's just not telling us. Um, coming in at at second place, this surprised the hell out of me because this is my all time favorite Christmas movie, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. That came in at second. Okay? Wow! I watched that Christmas night. Yes. That was I love that movie. Yeah, so did I. My, one of my favorite lines when he says, um, uh, "Was it <laughs> when he cracks it? When he cracks the shit?" And he goes, "It's gonna be the." We're going to be the happy, happy, happy Christmas. He said, says, uh, Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. And when that fat, <laughs> jolly white asshole, uh, fat man uh, slides his ass down the, the chimney, he's going to find the, the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. <laughs> I, I love that line. It's just classic. But that came in at second place. Now, can I get a quick drum roll, please? <laughs> For number one, Die Hard. Yeah? It took, it by a fair chunk of votes, Die Hard was your favourite Christmas movie, Geek Speakers. There you go. Well, it's based on Christmas Eve. I know, but I day class it as a Christmas movie. Really? Yeah, um, to me, it's, uh, Christmas movie's got to have a, like... Christmassy. It's got to be more Christmassy than just, you know, some bloke getting his way through an, a... Um, Office building shouting yippee ki yay mother fudger. Um, <laughs> or Mr. Mr. Falcon, Falcon, if you're an American. Um, I just think that um, it's not really a Christmas movie, but the fans have spoken, and Die Hard was your number one Christmas well, movie. Well, I mean, what, what's the, 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 you know, the... Number the, one news? The, the qualifiers. Oh, okay. You know? I, thought you were, I thought you were segueing. Well, well um, we can segue to uh, what's your favourite New Year's Eve movie. What do you class as a New Year's Eve movie? Well, that's right. I mean, uh, you, you know... Is it the movie you love cuddling up with the missus on the couch and watching on New Year's Eve if you're a sad fuck and don't go out and celebrate with other people? Well, or, or, or by yourself. 
Not that I'm putting, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm um, disparaging people who do that because I tell you, you know, I'll be lucky to see midnight this year. I'm buggered. You know, they, I just Ginger's just looking at me like, are you calling me a sad fucker? <laughs> Have you ever done that though? Do you celebrate every year, or do you just sometimes just curl up on the couch um, and watch a movie? And because um, to me, it's another day. It's just I don't know, man. I there were the one time that I wanted to go out and celebrate it. I had to work late on a Thursday night. Yeah, and my work was from nine until midnight on a Thursday night. Yeah, and I think this was nineteen ninety nine. And it was oh. the one year that I wanted to go out and celebrate it. And you couldn't. And I finished right at midnight. And I thought, what, what's the point of going out yeah, New Year's it's Eve really happened now. at midnight until like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Everything's over. Yeah. You know? I just... Yeah. No, I get what you come. I'm now at the stage. Because, you know, I used to celebrate a big time in my, you know, a few years ago. Nowadays, I'm quite content to... Maybe just just seeing midnight and then I'll go to bed. Yep. Um, you know, last year I think I, I, I had a quiet one at home. Yep. There's an old Scottish tradition that I adhere to each year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm at home, that is. And what it is is uh, at midnight you uh, open the front door yep. to welcome in the new year and you open the back door to kick out the old year, right? And, so and, and what you do is you put a coin like you put money above the front door because yep. you're welcoming in wealth mm-hmm. uh, and we all know what's going on. You don't open up the back door first? I can't remember. I, I just do them both roughly at the same time, <laughs> you know, and then you kind of, you stand there and you're just I would have like, thought you'd open up the back door first to let it go out. No, I think the new year kicks the back, it kicks the old year out. Oh, okay. Kicks it in the ass, kicks it out. But anyway, so you put a coin above your door mm-hmm. and you leave the coin there all year. Yeah. And the idea is it, it's meant to bring you fortune and, and good favour and all that kind of stuff. And, and we know what Scot, Scotsmen are like. We're all tight, us Scottish <laughs> people. So, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to leave that fucking coin above your door. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> that's not how you make a fortune, Jimmy. Wow. Um, but that, that's what I usually do. But this year, you've come into going over to your place and, and, and rocking out. Oh, I didn't so, con you into it. You know, have I got to wear pants? Well, I'm not. So <laughs> why would, cool. why we'll rock it out. We'll rock out with our cock out. Yeah, um, we'll be rocking on with our jocks out. on. <laughs> that's a worry. There you go. So uh, uh, we're going to quickly ask your favourite New Year's movie. Yeah. What qualifies as a New Year's movie? What qualifies as a New Year's movie? Like, does, does it just need to be does a movie? Does it have like a New Year's celebration in it? Uh, like, I mean, like Ghostbusters 2, the end of the movie is on New Year's New Eve. New Year's Eve. Does it technically... Uh, Trading Places has a New Year's Eve thing in it. Now, uh, you know, mm, I don't know, man. What, what qualifies as a New Year's Eve movie? Maybe you, we'll, we'll, we'll put a few up and you can add your own, folks. Um, and you can tell us why you think it's a New Year's movie or something like that on the uh, Geekspeak poll. What I do mean, you reckon, Ginge? I mean, we've been looking it up on, on YouTube and, you know, technically, you know, all these different movies are supposed to be like Forrest Gump as has a got movie. a New Year's Eve part in the movie. Does it make it a New Year's Eve movie? I guess it might do. Well, but, but no, it's only on there for like one scene. Is it? You know? well, well, I would have thought a New Year's Eve movie needs to be the entire movie is New Year's Eve. Let's leave it open to the fans. See what they say. See what they put up there. It'll be, we'll probably get some very interesting things. Well, here you go. Boogie Nights, When Harry Met Sally. Yep. The Godfather Part 2. Yep. Strange Days. The Poseidon Adventure. Trading Places, you said before. A movie called About a Boy. Yep. Forrest Gump, Jackman one, uh, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, and um, yeah, so we'll put a list the, up. You the, can feel free to add your own. I'd, I'd love for someone to to nominate the the uh, Doctor Who movie. I love that Doctor Who. That's what you bought me for Christmas. Yeah, the American, the where it was the it was the ninth Doctor. I don't know. Paul McGann, yeah. Paul, Paul McGann, Eric Roberts is the bad guy. Yeah, he was the. Uh, was it the Master or the Time Lord? I don't like know, that? man. I haven't watched it yet. You bought it for me the other day. And Doctor Who's the Time Lord. 
Yeah, he was a rival Time Lord. Was he? I think he, yeah, Me and they I called him the master or something. I, I, uh, I'm going to go home and watch it when I get, as soon as I get a chance. I, um, I, I bought a copy for myself because that's the one Doctor Who movie that episode love. that I absolutely love. I mean, sure, I, lo- I loved uh, Doctor Who in the 80s yep. with, uh, with the big hair and the, the scarf. Tom Baker. Tom Baker. I used to love that because that was my childhood. That was my brother's favourite um, Doctor. You know, but you know, I really haven't gotten into Doctor Who. No. It, it disappeared for years and then, yeah. and then the Yanks made it, wasn't it? The yeah, Yanks the, 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 the Yanks pretty much threw money at it to try and make a they new got series. The, the last Doctor who was in the, the, the TV yes. series, he yes. was at the start of it and he dies off. It was yes. Sylvester McCoy? I honestly I couldn't tell you. Um, and, and then, yeah, Paul McGann becomes the new Doctor. He gets... Now, out. I always thought that it was... It, uh, essentially, what it was is a pilot for an American-funded Doctor Who series. Yeah, but never But I always off. thought it never took off. But my brother, who's a big Doctor Who fan, reckons that there were three movies... With Paul McGann in it, not that I know of, and I, I'm like bullshit. That never happened, and he's like, "Yeah, it did." Um, well, I think your brother's talking. I think your brother's talking out his ass, but we'll do some research yeah. and check. Or our fans can let us know and go, "Yeah, he was right," or "You guys are fucking dumb because it yeah. was three or whatever." Because I don't remember. I I thought there was only I the one. It was only the one, and then there was a huge gap between that, and then they brought and, Christopher um, Eccleston. Yeah, they, they relaunched it on on in and it was like uh, two thousand and what three something or something. Rather. You went Christopher Eccleston to then uh, David Tennant, and yep. then um, now you got that new guy. What's this his young name? bloke? Whatever his name is, I can't think of his name. Doctor Who. We'll just call it, uh, oh, fuck it, I don't know. We'll call him the young guy. That young uh, gentleman. Yeah, you were about to say something. You were uh, to say that word that I'll slap you. You, you can't say that. You can't say that in Canada. Mm. Anyway, folks, that is our uh, premiers podcast. This will be going up. I, I wish we had the, the streamer sound effect. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to Wade in the future who's editing this. Yeah, put in the sound effect of some streamers <laughs> right now. <gasps> Wasn't that good? That was so cool. <laughs> Can you also get him in uh, to put it in Screaming Monkeys? Ready? Right? How cool is that? Screaming Monkeys. And you know what? You've also, because it's, it's a New Year special, you know what you got to have? you got to have a fart. So hang on. Okay. That was a long one, wasn't it? That was a grotty one, that one. There you go. I'm glad that we talked ah. to Future Wade, the editor, and he can put Well done, sir. Well, well done. Well done. Tip of the hat to you, sir. <laughs> Tip of the hat. Make sure you join us in 2013 for a massive year for Geekspeak. Um, you know, Thank you so much to everyone that's everyone really helped us on board. Us. Everyone listening to the podcast or whoever has listened to the podcast. Early in 2013, what we'll do is we'll do a Secret Origins uh, podcast for one night where we talk about the, 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 how Geekspeak started yeah. and everything else. We were going to do that tonight, but we've rambled too much with a heap of other rubbish. We hope you've enjoyed it. Ginge, where do people head if they want to check out our videos? YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. Make sure you hit like. Uh, and also, if you're on you, the YouTube thing, hit subscribe. Yeah. We need some more subscribers there, folks. Yeah, get, get your friends to hit subscribe on, on Shoot YouTube. Shoot it around. Send them an email. to get some more subscribers. Hold a gun to their head and just go, fucking hit subscribe now or I'm going to pop a cap in your ass. Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. Hit like. And also hit the uh, get notifications when you hit like. So you can stay informed with, or uh, else, with everything we put up. Or else you, you'll, you'll forget. Uh, the notifications won't come through and you won't know what's going on. It just sort of disappears once you hit like. Yeah. Now yeah. Facebook is a big uh, multinational conglomerate thing. Do it. Now, where else can you hear our podcast? It's on iTunes. Just type in Geek Speak Live, Stitcher, 
Same yep. thing, Geeks Big Live or on Podbean. Podbean. Fantastic. Now, the other thing, uh, if you are a Aussie creator or you're a short filmmaker or something like that, yeah. and you want to contact us, you can head, uh, uh, sorry, you can shoot an email through to geekspeakau at gmail.com. Uh, just address it to Todd and Wade, and we will tell, well, even just the crew, and we will. Uh, we promise we'll get back to you. Okay, so if you've got something you want to push or promote, let us know, and we'll try and help you out. We yeah, love absolutely. Aussie content here on Geekspeak Live. We, we've tried to push as many people as we could this year and we yeah really want yeah. to open the doors for quick special shout out to some of the people we have uh, they've helped us we've helped them out and given them uh, interviews and stuff like that and we want to give a, a special thank you to uh, Stuart McKenney Paul Mason uh, Drew Close uh, Paul Abtrus Darren Close uh, Sora Abdel Rio yeah uh, Tristan Jones yep uh, Nick Scottney Adam Rose Steve Wilson um, they're a bunch of Aussie guys the guys at uh, Naked Zombie Radio Naked Zombie Radio hello Brad and everyone there the Aussie filmmakers who are doing Wormwood want yes. to give them a special shout yeah, out guys. as well love uh, your Pat, stuff Pat Purcell with Winner City yes. uh, awesome Aussie comic series so uh, those guys big you know, thank you for 2012 and we'll, we'll of course be dealing with you guys and helping you out again in 2013 if you'll have us if we've forgotten everyone we're very sorry we're very sorry but we're, our, our brains we're are making the, we're stuff up starting to slow down yeah. And, and it really has been a roller coaster ride since. It has. We've had thing. some. We've had a lot of highs. We've had a couple of lows. Uh, we've we've uh, had a few crew members who have decided to go off and do other projects. We wish them best. Uh, best of luck and everything else. And as so, keep an eye out for some new, uh, new faces this year. It's going to be very, very interesting. We're going to really try and push beyond the boundaries if we thought was possible. Are we going to build re- a time machine, Ginge? <laughs> I, I remember once upon a time ago we used to go. Why the fuck don't we have a TV show? You know? Save this for the Secret Origins okay, podcast, sorry. okay? Mates, uh, once again, special thank you for you and I here tonight and being my co-host all year long. Ginge, have yourself a great New Year's. Don't party too hard. I'll be partying besides that. Wade Copson on Pots and Pans, signing off for 2012. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Join us next year, 2013. Same bat time, same bat channel here on Geek Speak Live. Geek Speak Live.